podcast welcome back to theory and theology on this podcast we talk about cultures spirituality religion different belief systems um this episode as well as a few others you know i've put a trigger warning on them um so those who are not um, interested in hearing about trauma depression psychological problems abuse um you probably don't want to listen any further past this and please feel free to check out past episodes or different episodes that do not deal with these topics um i'll post some others that that aren't all on this topic but um for now i'm doing a series on this so Alright, so we were recently, previously talking about generational curses, generational trauma, generational sin, um, based on Eli Yoder's uh, story about being in the Amish community, in a community in Kenton, Ohio, and um, experiencing abuse and um, his father's um, suicide as well as um, you know just a lot of the difficulties with being bullied and teased and you know just mostly I wanted to talk about um, you know take it kind of like a, a level deeper on a lot of topics how I broke it down into different topics that I noticed he mentioned. So previously I talked about just like the overview of his story. You can check out his story in that link that I previously posted. Um, Generational curses, generational trauma, generational sin. I'm not so sure um, if those are all the same uh, type of terminology. Um, Eli Yoder talked about generational curse. That's what he was describing. The curses passed down. He says that they were able to track down anger issues um, on his on of males on the from his father's side of the family up to five generations in the past. So um, he experienced abuse from his father. His father experienced abuse from the grant from uh Eli's grandfather the grant the Eli's grandfather experienced abuse from um the great grandfather and then there were two generations before that who experienced abuse now if you think about even history history of the Amish church um now I don't know the exact years but let me try to look that up real quick so, if I just Google search Amish, okay, well, if my phone doesn't freeze while I'm searching it, Google Amish church, um, origins, um, <clears throat> excuse me, so, um, where did it start, when did it start, so it says, 
the Amish church started in Switzerland. Um, and it says, Al Satian Mennonite Anabaptists in. 1693 led by Jacob Amon um those who followed Amon became known as Amish um so it basically explains there was per history there was a a schism a break a split in the in the church um between a group of Swiss and all Setian Mennonite Anabaptists. So I don't know what those groups specifically are, but 1693. So um, Eli Yoder left the Amish church in 20, I don't know when actually, but he got saved um, um, in the Christian religion in tw- in 2017. And, you know, um, so yeah, 1693, um, and if you think about how a lot of, you know, Amish left certain places because they were being persecuted, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm going to go out on, on a limb, on a, on a, is it on a limb or on a whim? I'm gonna just kind of put it out there that I I would not put it past you know historical trends to say that the Amish um who were experiencing persecution of their communities and family and friends um they experienced trauma now who experienced trauma before that I don't really know, but I would assume that the people who were fleeing religious persecution, they experienced trauma. And um, the Amish were persecuted, burned at the stake, all, all kinds of things. Um, I don't know the years on this, but um, so that generally explains you know if if you look at most of history it's not uncommon to see um that there are groups of people um who experience a major um a major issue going on um whether that's genocide or holocaust or um slavery or you know western civilization coming in um trying to um civilize in quotes civilize you know in quotes the savages you know whatever that looks like those generations all experience trauma um as like a whole during a certain period of time right and it's not even to account for you know different people who might have had like other kinds of mental issues emotional issues going on that were unresolved and raising families or taking care of someone who was dependent on them and not able to provide for them 
a safe environment, like without abuse, whether that's, you know, food or financial or, you know, just basic needs getting met, um, social interaction versus neglect, you know, um, you know, a safe environment, like physically, emotionally, um, not every parent is equipped to really be raising, raising kids, um, you know, especially if they have those kind of issues. So we can look at, you know, generational as in like historical time periods where there were major events happening that were traumatizing for whole whole groups of people, as well as like smaller, not smaller as in they're not significant, but smaller as in like not whole groups of people experience one father abusing everybody. It's like that's usually specific to like a household or extended households, but not like the whole entire community, right? So if you think about this, when you have people who have experienced trauma and they become leaders, right? Or they were raised by people who were traumatizing them or raised by people who were traumatized and were traumatizing the further generations and then the next generation gets traumatized by that other generation. And now here comes this leader, right? That's an elder or whatever it may be, right? Um, so one thing I wanted to focus on was the stories that others tell about elders. Um, so for example, um, a lot of times there might be traumatic, um, experiences going on, but, um, people don't know. So for example, in Eli Yoder's story, he was taught that his grandparents were evil because they left the Amish church. Now, when he went and could eventually, um, after he was, you know, out of the Amish church, he started being in contact with his grandparents and learned a lot about their history um, the history that the grandparents were, um, had experienced, um, some form of trauma from that previous generation, from the great-grandparents' generation, um, and explained how they were, you know, um, doing kind of, you know, like one of the grandfathers was doing like some kind of gross sexual abusive stuff towards like a young family member who he was having an affair with his wife with and became a chiropractor and started using his, you know, position in that job to be like sexually abusing and molesting female, you know, patients. Um, so the stories that the elders were telling about um, the grandparents were that, you know, they're evil. They left, you know, um, and they never, Eli never knew the information that the grandmother, his grandmother was, you know, aware of the, of that grandfather's, her husband's, um, you know, negative uh actions and abusive ways he was abusive towards his family and she would report it and the family never backed her up the church never backed her up 
because women didn't really have a say and they would just basically go to the man and say did you do this and then if the man said no and denied it they would just take his word for it and there was no real investigation or like observation of things and of course once the church leaders leave from that situation of course the guy is going to be lashing out on his wife and family and so um they tried to silence her but she left right so they were told the family the younger generations were told oh she left because she's evil she's bad so of course when the people were amish they never would consult these other people who left that were in their families because everyone was telling them oh she's bad she's wrong you know so they would never think let me go ask grandma why she's not a part of this church you know uh, they would just assume she's evil she's bad because she left the amish and so he never would have otherwise gotten this story um and so it's not really to make excuses for people it's just saying um you know there is kind of this trend in some in some cultures about how people talk about elder elders you know um how they don't really maybe tell the full truth sometimes and those people become protected you know from the history of what they've done um because nobody in the younger generations knows hey grandpa was abusive towards dad you know grandpa was abusive towards grandma you know people don't really always talk about that they say other stuff and so they paint whoever they want in whatever light they want so that's one thing with a uh, generational trauma that you know kind of comes up often where there it is possible to trace the generations back and back and back either to major events of a community or culture experiencing these negative major events as a whole such as persecution or some genocide those types of things um or it's possible to you know have family members that maybe had some kind of issue that were you know interfering negatively and abusing other younger generations and then those generations in turn abuse the next generation when they start having kids and so on and if you think about it like i mentioned before like just kind of you know estimating if he had he his family i think there were 10 kids i don't know if he meant he had 10 siblings or there were there were 10 siblings or 10 kids to his mother and father so either there are 10 or 11 kids in his family um and he said that his uh the parent side the mom side had um i don't remember how many siblings but she had at least 12 like each of those siblings um had at least 12 um children so and then the father's side you know there were two aunts and two uncles um no sorry the dad the dad and one uncle and then two aunts and so that dad's side had less family members the mom's side had a whole lot of family members you know probably they had over like a hundred family members um between first you know first cousins aunts uncles parents 
um, there were probably over a hundred family members right there. And so if you think about that, and if all this abuse would have potentially been going on, how are all these people going to then go and branch out and start having families and kids? How are they going to treat their kids? Not everybody's Eli Yoder. Not everybody left and got the opportunity to experience forms of for, of forgiving others and healing um, and getting help for, you know, the past. And not saying that, like, everyone gets completely always better or that everything improves 100%. There's still pain. There's still uh, difficulty coping with stuff. But um, not everybody gets the help and isn't going to be an abusive person. And so if you think about it that way, it's like, okay, well, not everybody's going to get going to get the help or have access to the help. And so a lot of people might still have those tendencies to, you know, continue those abusive ways. Now, I'm not I'm not putting these out here to talk badly about the Amish church. Um the Amish and Mennonites who I have met, you know, were always like beautiful, nice um people. But the reason why I like to talk about the Amish is because they really are a group that gets romanticized, you know, like on the surface, it seems like how could anything ever be wrong, you know, with a group of people that shields everybody from mainstream Western culture, and they're shielded from all the crap that the rest of us have to have to deal with with the media and all this kind of stuff and they're self-sufficient you know they're not subjected to like too much of the other stuff but you know it doesn't mean that a community is going to be perfect because of that but you know it's um I think when I first saw the devil's playground that documentary the about Amish that are, you know, in Rumspringa, the first, one of the first things that kind of stuck out to me was, like, one of the, the bishops or preachers or whatever his role was, he said, um, you know, we have the same problems as the English community do, you know, like, he mentioned things like, you know, um, people having problems with drugs, uh, people getting pregnant, you know, maybe too early without an unexpected pregnancy, um, things like that. Like he mentioned those types of things, but he didn't mention the other types of things, but he did mention, you know, we have all the same types of problems, but if someone were to repent of those things and get baptized into the Amish church, and you know say that they're gonna stop doing that kind of stuff then they would be accepted um into the community they never really talk about you know what happens if you know you've got some of this manipulation type stuff going on so um i'm not trying to bash the amish at all i think it's a beautiful culture beautiful religion um, I really look up to those people who are in that culture, but I think um, it does show an extreme side. It shows an extreme side um, of, you know, what what happened, you know, what could potentially happen when you have 
a lot of trauma related experiences and then it's also insulated you know you're not really getting any outside you know uh influences you know you're not interacting with people outside of your community as much and then if you are you're not depending on them you know and so you you rarely would likely run it run across somebody who says um who says oh like the thing that you're dealing with or whatever's going on with that cultural thing you know that is very um that sounds very stressful you know like people don't usually um speak to that you know they don't always like speak to that so um that's something that I've kind of noticed like you don't usually see that all the time so um yeah that's that's kind of just one thing um and so yeah um that's about all i have to say about that topic but um thanks for listening